0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord Good evening, everyone. Good evening, sisters, especially. It is good to be back with you again. My name is Father Patrick Hyde. I am a Dominican priest of the province of St. Albert the Great. I am currently assigned as the parochial vicar and campus minister at St. Paul Catholic Center, the Catholic Center at Indiana University. Uh, So it is great and fortuitous that I'm able to be with you today and a great privilege and blessing to spend these next nine days with you in prayer and in the holy sacrifice of the Mass and the build-up to the solemnity of Corpus Christi. Mystery is a fleeting part of our culture. Think of it. That if something happens on the other side of the world, if you have a cell phone in your pocket with Internet access, you will know instantaneously. The mystery of a new movie, a new book, something that has been clouded, is oftentimes revealed in a quick synopsis put up on social media. We also live in the most scientifically advanced time ever. And as a result, we can be crippled to think that I can't do or say something until a psychologist or a physicist tells me that it's okay for me to do that. And if I do do it, it's okay because such and such a scientist has said that it's okay for me. And even for us people of faith, this kind of scientism, this lack of mystery in our culture and in our society can creep into our hearts. We can trivialize and minimalize the great mystery of our salvation into something black and white. God loves me, Jesus saves me, and that's that. You know, if I go to Mass on Sunday, if I pray my rosary every day, I'll go to heaven. We can take the mystery out of the great mystery. But isn't it something wonderful mystery? Isn't it something powerful? I mean, on just a, a human level, mystery is amazing. Think of how horrible it would be if someone tried to scientifically quantify love. Think of how boring that would make beautiful relationships. The love of a mother for a child. The love of a husband for a dying wife. The love of complete strangers for one another in time of need. And on a more beautiful sense, on the highest sense, our relationship with the Lord... It is a wonderful and great mystery. Jesus just didn't come into the world to save it. Jesus came into this world to bring his mystery, to bring the mystery that he is, God 1 and 3. As the Catechism tells us, it's the central mystery of our faith. God brings and comes into the world. God reveals himself to us. He reveals himself to Moses. becomes one of us in Jesus, to draw us not into something black and white, but into the great mystery of Himself. God who is one, yet three. God who is infinite, and yet a part of our humanity. This solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity helps to remind us that our relationship with the Lord Our faith, everything about it, is a mystery. And that is a good and beautiful thing. Because here's the thing, is that when we go deeper into the mystery, when we go deeper into the Trinity, we end up knowing, we are becoming far more uncertain with what we think we know. But we become much more certain in who we know and what we know about Him. And so in our walk with the Lord, in our development of our spiritual life, there are two vital aspects to it, or two vital components. The first is what I'm going to call metanoia, and the second is the Eucharist. Metanoia is the Greek word which means change of heart, conversion, repentance. Uh, literally means it, has, it means to have your mind moved across, uh, to know something in a different way. Metanoia is this call to conversion that we all have and the conversion that we do have. St. Augustine tells us that we have the one conversion of baptism and the many conversions in our conversion of life. And that we're always called to conversion. St. Paul exemplifies this in his own life. The man who was persecuting the Christians, who was then converted to the true faith, but then in his writings tells us again and again and again that he is on the path to perfection. That he is striving after perfection, but probably won't attain it. That he still has, as he says to us, a thorn in his side. And each one of us, through our conversion and through our openness to a constant conversion of life, even after perhaps 60 years of religious life or 60 years of marriage, when we are open to that constant inner renewal and conversion of life, we are drawn deeper into the mystery of God. We are able to love more. There's nothing, in my estimation, more beautiful than watching a very old married couple, a couple that's been married 50, 60 years, sit silently and hold hands. Uh, Last year, after I was ordained a priest, I was at a nursing home in St. Louis, where I knew a group of sisters there very well. They invited me to celebrate Mass. I was standing outside in the vestibule afterwards, greeting the, the residents of this home. And I was talking to this woman who was well into her 90s, and there was a gentleman kind of standing right behind her. And it was it was readily apparent they were together, but I didn't know exactly how. Well, I'm talking to her for maybe two minutes, then he kind of sidles up, and he just put. They're both on walkers. He puts his hand on top of her hand on her walker and doesn't say anything, just smiles. And all he said to me the whole time, it was beautiful, all he said to me the whole time was, Father, this is my bride of 72 years. There's a great mystery there. Without mystery, being married to the same person doesn't make sense for 72 years. Without mystery, giving your life to Christ as a religious as a, a man or woman who gives himself in prayer and service to the church, doesn't make sense. But in mystery, it's beautiful. In mystery, it's enriching, empowering. It is loving. So we need to have this constant sense of wonder and awe and metanoia. But we also need our Eucharistic Lord. That as mysterious as this world is, we are offered, we are fed, with Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. He doesn't just say to us, I love you, be in relationship with me, good luck. He feeds us. And again, as St. Augustine tells us, it is the one food that doesn't become a part of us, but we become a part of Him when we consume our blessed Lord in the Eucharist. That He doesn't draw or become us, we are drawn closer in and deeper into that mystery. And here's the other thing about the Eucharist. And oftentimes it's beautiful to, to talk with especially young children who've just made their first Holy Communion. And a lot of them have. And you'll oftentimes get you know, children who have been built up. They've been told you know, in the in, in Eucharist, you receive Jesus Christ. And then they go to communion. And bread tastes like bread. And wine tastes like wine. And they're kind of stumbled and they don't know what to do. And this is, again, the centrality of the mystery. That, yes, if we come to the Lord expecting to be fed by bread and wine, we'll be fed by bread and wine. But if we open our hearts again and again and again to the mystery that dwells within that Eucharistic species, we are drawn deeper into that mystery of knowing, that mystery of loving, that mystery of being one with Christ Jesus. And so the challenge is before us today. The challenge is before us in the same way that it was laid before my sister a few weeks ago when I presided at her wedding. The challenge is before us as it is every time before we go to communion. Are we committing ourselves to a deeper love, to a mysterious love, to a sacrificial love? Are we open to the unexpected? to the beautiful, to the new, are we willing to fall madly and deeply in love with this God, with this God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, with this God who desires nothing more than for us to share in that mystery with him forever in heaven. May it be so, and may we have the strength always to pray in the name of the Father